0: entire world will be swallowed by the message of christ in our lifetime fraudsters will be afraid of the pulpit in our lifetime legalism will be afraid of the pulpit in our lifetime if you don't preach christ nobody will hear your voice in our lifetime nobody will abuse the bible from nation to nation from coast to coast from continent to continent from the mountain to the valley Nations will bow to this message They will bow to this message They will bow to this message Come on one more time, give the Lord In the midst of darkness And no matter how dark the dark may be A ray of light Makes a difference in the darkness And you are not just a ray of light You are the embodiment of my life Saith God Because you have my word on your inside Therefore Don't be afraid Don't be afraid Cheer up Stand up Look at the future and rejoice because the future will work in your favor. Whoo! Glory! 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 Woo! I tell you days of glory, days of grace, days of beauty, days of jubilation, days of celebration. Hey, there will be an outpouring of my glory like never before. Days of celebration Says the spirit of God Thank you father Praise you father Things about yourself Things of the spirit Things in the spirit concerning you I unveil to you By my spirit You take hold of it You take hold of it You take hold of it And by it war a good warfare Sayeth God It is a good warfare Because the outcome of the warfare Is in your favor It is a good warfare saith God Because the outcome of the warfare Is in your favor It is a good warfare Because you already know The end of the warfare Because you have the prophecy In your hand So you take my word You take the prophecy And declare what I have said to you And be not afraid. Be not afraid. You shall never be ashamed. Says the spirit of God. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord Jesus. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. There will be dark for the world. They are going to get darker and more complicated. For the world. But you will be the shining light in the midst of the darkness. You will be the light in the midst of the darkness. Their confusion will not affect you. Because you already know ahead of time and you already know that I have already made the way, I have already made the supplies, I have already made the directions available to you so you will not be confused because you will know what to do and you will walk within the confines of
1: Egele Bobo, engele bojokolo, legoro tosekele, egerene managa, egele de babara, rakoto sekele de bara, sekele ne mama, ege bojokolo de brina kaka, engele mozoto de brina galea egele ne de brinenge gele ne mozokolia, ege de brina kakala, ege bozoto agali ne mamba, nangraga da brina kakali de bobroga da zokolo de brina karoto Deba, Angerbo Jacola de Brina Cacale, Anger Masoto, 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 Anger Deba, Anger Deba, Angel and Mambrega de Zakele de Brina Cangle and Moroga de Socola de Brina Cala, Angerbo Jacala de Bar, Bosoto, Megalen
0: praise you father in the name of jesus heavenly father we rejoice that we are found in you kept by your power thank you for the privilege to look into your holy written word today and we rejoice that we have the holy ghost living on our inside to guide us into all the truth So as we feed on your word, we feed on sound diet today. Our eyes are opened. And I decree that your people are strengthened with might by the spirit in the inner man. And we decree that by the end of this service, nobody lives here. The same way they came, we give you praise, glory, and honor for answered prayer.
1: In Jesus' precious name, and every believer says a powerful Amen. Amen.
0: Lift your right hands to heaven. Let's release our faith together as we say these words. I am born of God. We want to welcome everybody connected to this service by way of Kingdom Life Network, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all of the social media community. We are so glad to welcome every one of you. And we want to welcome the Akwaibom State community connected by way of Comfort FM, XLFM FM, Radio Aquaebom, You Know You FM, Inspiration FM, and Heritage FM. We want to welcome all of you. Do us a favor today. Help us call a friend, a family member, somebody you love. Ask them to tune to this radio station right now. Life is flowing through the airwaves and I tell you they will thank you later for being so kind to them. Our social media community we appreciate all of you. We thank God for every one of you that has helped us to get the gospel to the ends of the earth. We continue in fighting the good fight of faith. So do me the same favor you've always done. Help us share the video on your page. You know, share with all the groups on your page. Join as many groups as possible and of course create watch parties. Tag some people. Drop them a Telegram, WhatsApp groups. Let's flood the earth with the fragrance of Jesus' grace. We want to welcome all our campuses around the world. We love you guys. We're so glad to have all of you connected to the service this morning and all the Bible study centers around the world. And if today is your first time of joining Power City Service, we love you. We're glad you came. You will be very glad that you were part of this service. So get ready and fasting your seatbelts. It's going to be an exciting adventure in the word of his grace. And everybody in the building, are we excited to be here this morning? Can we celebrate the word of God with a shout this morning? Glory! Amen! Grab your pen, your notebook, your Bible. You can be seated with your sweet, smart self. As we get into the word of his grace, mm, mm, mm. we're examining the in Christ realities in the course of our new creation camp meeting 2021. And uh, we've covered quite some distance as we begin to examine the person of the Christ. Your Bibles to the book of John, chapter 5, verse number 39. John chapter 5, verse 39. You search the scriptures. For in them you think you have eternal life and they are they which testify of me next verse and you will not come to me that you might have life this was jesus speaking to the jews look chapter 24 verse 25 on the way to Emmaus, jesus meets cleopas and his friend and they were discussing about the events of the three days that were gone about the burial the death and the resurrection Then Jesus asked them, and they were, you know, speaking things that were not consistent with scripture. Jesus answered and said unto them, O fools, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory and beginning at Moses and all the prophets? He expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. So we've established that the Bible is Jesus' book. That the Bible has a message that is centered on the person of the Christ. So we say the Bible is a Christocentric material that carries with it a Christocentric message. Christocentric means centered on the person of Christ. Christocentric message. And we've been examining, you know, in the course of our study, we've established that Jesus is a man, spirit, soul, and body. That Jesus is God who became a man. So he is 100% God as though not man, and 100% man as though not God. So Jesus is God, man, man, God. All right. Now we've established all of that and we have looked at Antichrist and all that. In the book of Galatians, chapter 4, verse 6. The book of Galatians, chapter 4, verse 6 was where we stopped in the first service. And because you are sons god has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts crying abba father crying abba father the word sent forth god has sent forth the word sent forth means to perform a task the word sent forth it means god has sent forth or god has released his spirit into your hearts to perform a task the word heart is the word "kadia" in the Greek. Kadia means the core. When we say this is the heart of the matter. The very core. So the spirit of his son has been sent into the core of our being. Into the core of our being. Sent there to perform a task. Sent there to perform a task. What is the task? Crying. The word crying is the word kaizo in the Greek. K-I-A-Z-O For those making notes It's used figuratively To shout out a message Cry out means to call out It's about the message That means The message of the son in the spirit Is to be said loud The word cry The message of the son in the spirit Is to be said loud It means an overwhelming tone It's not weep it's not shout, it's not the spirit of, of God in our hearts is crying, oh Abba Father. No, it means to shout out an overwhelming tone. It means an overwhelming emphasis of the spirit of the Son, And that overwhelming emphasis is the affectionate relationship the Father has with us. The affectionate relationship the Father has with us overwhelming message so cry out is not weep it's the same word used in romans chapter 8 verse 15 put it up for me romans chapter 8 verse 15 for you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry abba father we cry abba father The overwhelming message is the affectionate nature of God. The name of God is called Father in the epistles. More than any other book in the Bible. The emphasis of God in the whole epistles is the fatherhood of God. And that's why when you say the spirit of his son crying, Abba Father. Paul said that is to also say... This is where the message comes from. The message of the apostles, the spirit of the Son crying, Abba Father. That same spirit that gives us that overwhelming message of the affectionate nature of the Father towards us. The cry is the overwhelming emphasis. Okay? And that emphasis must be reflected in our teaching. In our preaching, in our singing, Abba Father, in our praying, Abba Father, there must be that overwhelming emphasis of God's affection towards us. Please stay with me. Alright, so the word crying is the word kizo in the Greek, K-I-A-Z-O, to say something very loud. It's not a crying out to God Abba Father no this is a message of the spirit in the new testament Abba Father the affectionate dear intimate relationship the father has with us he uses the word adoption in Romans I mean in Romans 8:15 the spirit of adoption And then in Galatians chapter 4 verse 5, he uses that same word, adoption. If I put it up, let's read Romans 8, 15. Romans, for you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba Father. The spirit of adoption there, the word adoption there is not the same context as in today. Where you go to an orphanage home and adopt a child. That's not the context. In Bible days, the word adoption is not the same with today's adoption. All right. So, the word adoption there is the word heuthesia. Heus, heuthesia in the Greek. For those writing notes, it's spelled as H O U I H O U I T H E S E I A Heuthesia in ephesians chapter 1 verse 5 he uses the word children put it up ephesians chapter 1 verse 5 having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by jesus christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will he uses children and then he uses sons because when you use the word sons is the word euthesia it's where you have the word hoyos. If you remember hoyos. We talked about that within the week. Where you have sons. Adoption of sons. That is to place us as sons. As children by Jesus Christ. To place us. Placement. To place us. Romans chapter 9 verse 4. Talking about Israel. Romans chapter 9 verse 4. Who are Israelites? To whom pertained the adoption? And the glory and the covenant and the giving of the law and the service of God and the promises. That is where that word is used secondly in Romans 9 4. Then there's a third use of the word adoption in Romans chapter 8 verse 23. Romans chapter 8 verse 23. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the spirit, even we ourselves grown within ourselves waiting for the adoption to it the redemption of our body waiting for the adoption to it the redemption of our body so the word adoption is to place as sons to take the place of a son that is to be seen as a son that is before you have adoption there must be the son the son is jesus That is the title he has throughout the epistles. The son, the first begot, the first begotten from the the dead, the son of God. So adoption will be they that are placed in the same stead. To be placed in the same stead as the son. To be placed, a placement. Hoyos is used for a matured son. You know, one who has entered into the full privileges of the father. Hoyos. One who has entered into the full privileges of his father. So he's saying to us that we have received the spirit that places us in the same place as Jesus. We have received the same spirit that has brought us into the same place as Jesus. Remember, Remember, We identify with Jesus in his person. And we identify with Jesus in his office. Don't forget that. Now, so adoption places us in his stead. In the same place as Jesus. Are you still following? It places us in the same place as Jesus. The spirit crying the adoption of sons. So, that's what adoption means. We have the spirit of his son. Notice in Galatians 4, 5. Put it up for me. Galatians chapter 4, verse number 5. To redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. That we might receive the adoption of sons. So, he saved us, and by saving us, We have received, past tense, the adoption by salvation. We are placed in Jesus' stead. We have received the adoption of sons. He also said God has sent the spirit of his son. God has sent on a mission the spirit of his son into our core. The very spirit of his son, the very spirit in Jesus, has been sent into our very core. That means adoption is not a place as much as the spirit in us. Adoption is not a place as much as the spirit in us. That is, we have the same spirit as Jesus, we have the same spirit. jesus please pay attention look at that romans chapter 8 verse 23 again romans chapter 8 verse number 23 and not only they not only they but ourselves also which have the first fruits of the spirit even we ourselves grown within ourselves waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body the redemption of our body now please pay attention he says we wait for the adoption the redemption of our body in verse 11 of romans 8 put it up romans 8 verse 11 but if the spirit take note the spirit of him the race of Jesus from the dead dwell in you. He that race up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. He calls our body mortal, mortal body. So a mortal body cannot be the level of the son. The son doesn't have a mortal body. But we are now placed in the stead of the Son, But the mortal body cannot be the same level with the Son. So what's the redemption? The redemption means to go and receive what has been paid for. To go to redeem. To go and receive what has been paid for. It's been paid for. But it has not been received. So the adoption... Is the redemption of our bodies. To receive what has been paid for. Or to receive what he has paid for. So, he said, we have the first fruits. We have right now, the first fruits. Right now. We have the first fruits of the spirit. But there is something we don't have yet. That is, the redemption of the body now stay with me that means two things happen at salvation two things number 1 i have the spirit of the son in my heart which is the first fruit the spirit of the son in my heart is the first fruit romans 8:15 romans 8:15 please pay attention take note of the tenses for you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. But you have received, you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba Father. Now, so we have received that. Romans eight twenty three, Romans chapter 8, verse 23. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the spirit. We already have the first fruits. But even we ourselves that have the first fruit, we groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. So the first fruit is the spirit of his son, adoption. Okay? But even with that, we are still waiting for the adoption. We have received the spirit of adoption. First fruit. We are still waiting for the adoption. So we wait to receive. What's the difference? We have received the adoption. We are still waiting to receive the adoption. What's the difference? The first one is that we have received the first fruit, which is the first stage, which is the initial walk. Which is the spirit of Jesus in our hearts. We have that one right now. Then the final walk will be what? The body. Mortality. That will be the complete redemption. So, was Jesus raised from the dead, spirit, soul and body? So right now, you have the first fruit of the spirit. Which is what? The spirit of adoption. Then we are waiting for what? The redemption of the body. Are you still in the building? The redemption of the body. That is Romans 8.23. In the future, Romans 8.15 has happened. Romans 8.23 is in the future. Romans 8.15 has already happened. Because right now, our bodies are still called mortal bodies our bodies are still called mortal bodies even though they have been paid for but when there's a redemption it will be the body of the son glorified the redemption will be the body of the son glorified right now the spirit of the son has taken possession the redemption will be the body of the son glorified are we in the building if you're still in the building say i hear you Amen. all right i want to be sure you've not gone home yet all right now the adoption is by jesus in other words he will be the pattern son he is called the firstborn. the spirit of adoption is the spirit of his son romans chapter 8 but before we open there is a spirit of adoption Now let me ask you, the spirit of adoption, is it the spirit of God? Please, I want other people to hear you around the world. Hmm? Are you sure? Is the spirit of Jesus the spirit of God? Is the spirit of Jesus the spirit of his son? Okay, so yes, 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 right? Is the spirit of his son your spirit? Is your spirit the spirit of God? Yes.
2: Hmm.
0: Romans 8.2 <clears throat> Let's see how Romans 8.2 describes. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. So the spirit of life is where? In Christ Jesus. Romans 8.9 <clears throat> Romans 8.9 but you are not in the flesh But in the spirit If so be ye, that the spirit of God dwell in you Now If any man have not the spirit of Christ He is none of his So the spirit of Christ there Refers to the spirit of his son huh? Yes, okay Romans 8-9 There is the spirit of him the spirit of him take note of that so he is the spirit of life Romans 8 2 the spirit of God and the spirit of Christ Romans 8 9 Romans 8 10 the spirit life because of righteousness Romans 8 10 the spirit life because of righteousness righteousness Romans 8, 11. The spirit of him or his spirit. Now, I know you're making notes. i like to read that 10 and 11 for you so you see what I just explained. Romans 8, 10. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. 11. But if the spirit of him that raise up Christ from the dead dwell in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Romans 8:13. 8, 8:13. 13. 8, 13. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. So Romans 8:13, the spirit. He just called it the spirit. All right, 8, 11, the spirit of him or his spirit. 8, 10, the spirit life because of righteousness. 8, 9, the spirit of God and the spirit of Christ. 8, 8, 2, the same spirit, spirit of life. Look at 8, 14, Romans 8, 14. Romans, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So the spirit of God Now, the spirit of God in verse 14, as many as are led by the spirit of God the spirit of God in verse 14 Is it the same spirit in verse 2? Spirit of life in Christ So the spirit of life in Christ is the spirit of God. Is it the same in verse 9? Verse 9 In verse 9, the spirit of him Is it the same in verse 10? The spirit is life because of righteousness. Is it the same in verse 11? The spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead. Is it the same as the spirit of God? Okay, look at Romans 8.15. It's Bible study. Romans 8.15. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. But you have received the spirit of adoption. Whereby we cry, Abba Father. Why adoption is used is identification, that we are now identified in the Son, placed. Identification. Romans 8:16., <clears throat> stay with me. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit, that we are the children of God. Which spirit? It bears witness with our. The word bear witness has to be explained so you're not confused. Bear witness means to testify or to acknowledge. To testify or to acknowledge. So again, let me ask you again. The same things I asked you that you answered very confidently. Now that I have put that little lacuna there. (laughs) <laughs> glory to God so the spirit of the son is the spirit of who huh is it the spirit of Jesus yes Okay. so if the spirit bears witness with your spirit that you are a child of God do you have your own spirit apart from the spirit of God So what is he talking about? Same spirit. That's a good one. Same spirit. That's accurate. That's correct. So, the spirit of his son, the spirit of adoption, the spirit of him, our spirit is the same. It's the same. The same spirit. Spirit of God, spirit of adoption, spirit of his son, our spirit the spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God so the spirit of God testifies that our spirit is the spirit of God it's the same thing are you understanding the same spirit you don't have two spirits inside you you're not a monster Is one spirit he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit his spirit is my spirit so let me ask you is the holy spirit your spirit huh Huh? Be confident. <laughs> so the Holy Spirit is your spirit. Because you are the Lord. So the same spirit in Jesus. What Jesus can do. Exactly. Same spirit. Now stay with me because we are dealing with adoption. So he used the spirit to summarize all that he has said. The spirit of adoption, the spirit of his son, the spirit of him is summarized by the spirit. Do you understand? The spirit. Keep that somewhere. So the spirit of adoption means we share the same identity in our spirit with Christ. Identification. See, our identification is spirit, soul, and body our identification is total spirit soul and body uh, do you remember yesterday when we were talking about the fact that the word logizomai do you remember logizomai logizomai means credited to my account all right so when there is a logizomai okay which is to an accounting term for crediting when when the death of christ is spoken of Logizomai will mean what? That death is my death. That burial and that resurrection. Meaning that when Jesus died, it was deposited in whose account? My account. When he was buried, it was deposited in whose account? My account. When he rose from the dead, it was deposited where? In my account. So who died? You died. Who was buried? You were buried. Who rose? You rose. Who defeated death? You defeated death. So as he is, so am I. That's identification. That's the reality of the gospel. You are not a struggling, poor old sinner. No. As he is, so are you. This knowledge must be supreme over your feelings. Even if you feel as nasty as the devil, you are one with Christ. Your feelings, must be subject to your knowledge and eventually what you know will change how you feel am i teaching good here keep swallowing these teachings as they enter you they will free you how many of you remember somebody gave, gave us a testimony last night who was struggling with addictions and he said he just kept hearing the word now he is surprised That he is the one that is free from all those things. And how he got free, he cannot explain. Then he said, in fact, what Papa is saying is correct. Just keep swallowing the word. It is what you eat that will determine what you push out now. If you eat word, eat word, eat word, eat word, you become wordified. If there's English like that. When you become wordified, your action will be wordified. It's not by might nor by power. Stop struggling to be a good person. You will end up a hypocrite. Relax and swallow the word. Let the word enter and work it out. I, I feel like I'm teaching here. See, when the word enter, it will work it out. You will be the one that will find out that you are no more interested, no more appetite. The word will kill every antichrist appetite. You just find out that after a while, the appetite is the works of righteousness. It's not struggle. We are not pretending here. Be yourself and let the word enter. Stop acting. We are not actors. We are real people here. Am I communicating at all? Keep it in it. Keep it in it. Every form of addiction will be wiped out when this word enters. The problem is people don't have word and they tell them live right. So when they try, it's not working. They pretend. They Pretend and everybody's pretending for everybody. Everybody's pretending for everybody. Then the day pressure comes and you manifest your true color. Ah ah, can a Christian behave like this? Even you that is doing ah ah if your own pressure comes, others will do ah, ah. so everybody's ah, 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 because nobody's being real. Am I talking to somebody here? But when you just be yourself and let the word begins to enter. Let the word begin to enter. As you swallow the word, the word will come and saturate your being. You won't even know when you are living right. It will be natural. You don't plan to urinate. You re- urinate when urine comes. It's natural. if you could live right, you, know, you don't need Jesus. You cannot. That's why Jesus came. That's why everything he, does, he did is credited to your account. Why is there credit in your account? So you use it when you need it. The reason for credit in your account is so you use it when you need it. So when you do wrong, what do you do? You withdraw the credit. You withdraw from your credit. I'm dead to sin. I'm alive to God. I reckon with that. I do not reckon with my behavior. I reckon with what is in my. If I'm teaching good shout, I hear, I hear. Now sit and sit and let's run, let's run, let's run. <clears throat> uh, that means the spirit of adoption is all sharing identity in our spirit with christ that means our spirit does not grow into sonship we are born sons we are born sons now romans chapter four let's examine this word very well logizomai it means to give account it means to speak of what exists logizomai is spelled as l-o-g-i-z-o m-a-i is a greek word logizomai it means impute or impute is an accounting term which means to give account to speak of or to speak of what exists romans chapter 4 verse 8 let's see brother paul romans chapter 4 verse number 8 blessed is the man to whom the lord will not logizomai sin impute To whom the Lord will not account sin or record sin in his account. To whom the Lord will not credit his sin. That man is blessed. Who even though he has failures, God the judge of all, refuses to credit it in his account. That's the blessing. The gift of righteousness. Devoid of works. Now. Why did God not reckon. With Abraham's sin. Why? Romans 4, three, Romans chapter 4 verse 3. For what sayeth the scripture. Abraham believed God. And it was counted. Unto him for righteousness. So question. Why will God. Not reckon with Abraham's sin. Because Abraham believed. He believed. Look at verse 5. Romans chapter 4 verse number 5. Now. To him that worketh not. But believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly. His faith is counted for righteousness. His faith is counted logizomai. The word justified means he is discharged of his wrongdoing. When you are justified it means the judge looked at you and by his authority as the judge discharges you of wrongdoing. Are you understanding? Do you understand? Yeah. It's like recently Uh, President Donald Trump, just before he left office, granted pardon to 140 people who were prisoners. Their prison term was not over. But presidential power. He called them out and said, whatever they said you did, I as the president of the United States of America, release you discharged and acquitted without prejudice. That is in your record. It does not exist. you ever committed that crime and if anybody accuses you of it you can sue him for character assassination now that's what a man who is a president has the power to do how much more jesus (laughs) how much more jesus i said how much more jesus jesus didn't only just say come you're free jesus died he paid the price and rose triumphantly and say, once you believe in me, you are righteous. Are we teaching? Now, imagine that Donald Trump, after giving that, those people executive pardon, then the people go and begin to say, I know I'm a very wicked person. I know I don't deserve this freedom. I should go back to prison. And he goes back to the prison door and stand there. I want to enter. I know they have said I'm free but I don't think I am free. Let me just enter. That is what Christians do every time they pray and confess their sin. Every time you pray and confess your sin, you are going back to the prison to say, even though somebody paid for me but I don't think it is correct. I know myself. I want to pay for myself. You are a fool. Not just fool, fool. (laughs) Two thousand years ago. He died my death. So when he died, who died? It's called identification. That's what Christ did for us. That's what Christ did for us. And you are totally free from it. No record. Long ago, long ago. The old account was settled long ago. The record clears today. It's clear. So that's why when we come in prayer, we don't come with any, what whether whether I remember or I remember not. We come boldly. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord. I stand before you as the righteousness of God. Thank you, Lord. I am as holy as Jesus. And if you hear Jesus, you hear me always. If you cannot say no to Jesus, you cannot say no to me. The spirit of his son is in my heart. Proclaiming and announcing very loud God's affectionate love towards me. Hallelujah. Woo! I tell you, this is the kind of place we can dance and dance till the service is over. But we have some more things to write down. So the word justified means he is discharged of his wrongdoing. It means from the point of faith, from the point of faith, God stopped reckoning with Abraham's sin. You didn't hear that. From the point of faith, God stopped recording Abraham's sin. From the point of faith, God stopped reckoning with Abraham's sin. That's why, if you read how God dealt with Abraham, he never for once reckoned with his fault. Not for once. Did you notice that Abraham's believing was once? He believed once and he was righteous forever. Once. Once. Abraham had a cause to even battle with an affair. Yes? But the believing in Genesis 15 what what was credited to his account. The issue of him and the, the house lady him and all that none recorded. Because from the point of faith God stops reckoning with Abraham's failures. From the point of faith. The moment you believe in Jesus, sin is no more recorded in your account. The moment you receive Jesus, so Abraham's sin was never reckoned with. He believed just once, and that believing was credited to him for righteousness. His faith, Abraham's faith, Recorded, not Abraham's conduct His faith was recorded Not his conduct His faith Because His conduct is not great But his faith is great And it's his faith that is recorded For him to be great means It was not his conduct But his faith God dealt with Abraham On the basis of faith Not the basis of morality that's why even today, God doesn't deal with you on the basis of morality. Otherwise, there are moralists who don't believe in Jesus. And God has no dealings with them. Because morality does not stand a chance. But God deals with you on the basis of faith. Why do people go to hell? Not for bad behavior, but for unbelief in Jesus. When people don't believe in Jesus, they go to hell. Because faith is the currency that is recorded by God. Teaching good? Now, thank you Lord. So Abraham's conduct needs not to be righteous before he is called righteous. Did you hear that? Yeah. Faith was what was needed for him to be called righteous. So Abraham, believing God, not acting wisely or acting well, but believing God. Righteousness comes by faith. That is, his sin will not be reckoned with. Look at Romans chapter 4 verse 6. You will love that. Romans 4 6. Even as David also described the blessedness of the man... Unto whom God imputed righteousness without works. God takes record of righteousness without works. He calls him righteous in spite of his actions. Abraham was called righteous without his actions. Why was he called righteous? Faith. Romans chapter 4 verse 17 which brother Paul quoted from Psalm 32 verse 3. Romans 4 7 sorry, Romans chapter 4 verse 7 quoted from Psalm 32 verse 3 saying, blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. So reckoning is not a denial. It's not that his sins were denied. It's that his sins were not recorded. He wasn't treated with his sins. So Abraham sinned, but God forgave. Romans 5, 12 to 14 now. <clears throat> 5, 12 to 14. Wherefore? As by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is a figure of him that was to come. That is, even though Abraham was in that class, but righteousness was what was credited to his account. Death reigned from Adam to Moses. Abraham was inside. But in Abraham's case, what was credited to his account under that dispensation was righteousness. Why? He believed. Faith in Christ. So what did God do? god reckoned with abraham's faith not his sins not his deeds not his conduct the word impute logizomai means to take account of when i take account of faith i am not taking account of anything else when i take account of faith so in god's moral compass In God's moral compass, faith is highest. That is, morality for God is faith. Morality for God is faith. Faith in Christ. So, something else may be existing. But I'm not taking account of it. What I'm taking account of is faith. Logizomai means God is a judge. God dismisses every evidence. Why? Because Abraham believed. So we cannot count his sins against him. Because he has believed in the death of Christ. It's not that he hasn't sinned. But because he has believed in the death of Christ. His sin is not recorded. That's why it's called blessing now. It's not the name of his sister. That's why it's called blessing. Blessing. The blessing there is that you appear before the global court of justice, standing before the judge of the whole earth. And your accusers are holding hard evidence against you. But you have faith in Christ. After stating all their cases with their evidence, the chief judge said, even though those evidences are there, they are dismissed. They will not be recorded. And he looked at you with all that they have said against you. And he said, acquitted and discharged. In the face of evidence. Why? Faith in Christ. So, unto him that, that worketh not. But believeth on him that justified the criminal. His faith is counted for righteousness. Satobalaya. Am I teaching here? Say with me I believe. I believe. I'm justified. Say it again. I believe. I believe. I'm justified. So Logizomai does not deny wrongdoing. Uh-uh. It just doesn't affirm them. It doesn't deny them. Why? Why? Why does it not affirm wrongdoing? Because of Romans 4.25. It won't affirm it because of Romans 4.25. Kabada. Romans 4.25. Who was delivered for our offenses. And was raised again for our justification. Something was done for you. What did you do? You sinned. What did Christ do for you? He died. So his death negated your sin. And by your faith in that death, you are treated as sinless. So since the death was done for you, God reckons with the death of Christ. He doesn't reckon with your wrongdoing, He reckons with the death of Christ. He reckons with the resurrection of Jesus. He does not reckon with your sins. Hebrews chapter 8. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, so if something is done for me, I will reckon with it. I reckon with what is done for me, not what I have done, but what has been done for me. Done by Christ for me. You know. Listen, let me give you a little homework if you have the time. Read Romans chapter 3, chapter 4, chapter 5 and circle the word for 4, 4, 4. Everywhere you see 4, 4, 4. In Romans chapter 3, 4 and 5. Any, anywhere you see 4, the thing that follows 4 is for you. Anywhere you see 4. Romans chapter 3, verse 4 and 5. Take that as a homework and enjoy it. Hebrews eight twelve. now. <clears throat> Hebrews eight twelve. Get him blessed. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. To dear circle there if your Bible is your own. Except you borrowed it. And even if you did circle after all it has space there for you to write. To their unrighteousness. That scripture was taken from Jeremiah thirty-one thirty-one. 31. Jeremiah thirty one thirty one <clears throat> Behold the day is come, saith the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah thirty two. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they break, although I was a husband unto them, saith the Lord thirty three. But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, say of the Lord, I will put my law in their inward parts and write it in their hearts and will be their God and they shall be my people. Next verse. Ah, glory to God. Next verse. And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord. For they all, or they shall all know me from the least of them unto the greatest of them, say the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sin no more. I like to go to the Hebrew context. The word remember no more is the word zakar. Z-A-K-A-R in Hebrew. It's the same word used for mindful of something. Remember no more. Zakar. Mindful of something or To be mindful or to consider it. The word remember is not something you forget or didn't forget. It's the word be mindful. Something you consider. Something you take note of or something you don't take note of. Your sins, I will take note of no more. I will take note of no more it was translated in the greek as mimnesko zakar in the hebrew mimnesko in the greek how do you spell mimnesko m-i-m-n-e-s-k-o mimnesko hebrews chapter 2 verse 6 is where it is used hebrews chapter 2 verse number 6 but one in a certain place testified saying, what is man that thou art memnesco of him? Mindful. So when he says, I will remember no more, it means I will no more be mindful of. Same word, I will no more consider. So it's not a denial. God is not saying I will not remember because it does not exist. What it means is, I will not be mindful of. So God is not mindful of sin. Why is he not imputing sin? Because of what Jesus did. So, what does he impute? Righteousness. Look at Second Peter 3 2. See the way Brother Peter uses it. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 2. That ye be mindful of the words. Which were spoken before by the holy prophets. Be mindful or think about. So that word zakar is Hebrew. And mimnesko is not to deny. It means they are not acknowledged. So if I am to reckon what must I do? It means... I must reckon with what God reckons with. I reckon with what God reckons with. Abraham related with God based on that fact. That man was bold. Hey, Abraham. That is the very first person he relates with about this fact. God. We must never stand in God's presence. If you don't understand what I'm teaching. you. Never stand in God's presence. With a memory of sin. Father I have come. Father you know. A fish in the water cannot do without swimming. Now. No, you are not a fish. <laughs> you are not a fish. <laughs> you are not in the water. <laughs> don't let all wise fables, muthos, don't let all those village things haunt you out of what God has done for you. Hallelujah. So if I want to glorify God, I glorify God by saying what God says about sin your sins and iniquities, I will remember them again. I will no more be mindful of them. Glory to God. So when people talk about confessing sins, what they mean by that confession is that you are developing an unrighteousness consciousness. A sin consciousness. Whereas Logizomai and Zakar and Mimnesko are telling us to reckon with the gift of righteousness. Most of those things come in subtly, you know, come in very gently. See, are you now trying to say that even when we do wrong, we should pretend that we didn't do it? Are you trying to say? So now, are you? okay, Okay, wait, pastor. So now, so now, so pastor, what you're trying to say now? Is that when I sin, I should just do bold face. My conscience won't allow me, Pastor. (laughs) I didn't expect your conscience to allow you. Because your conscience is unschooled. It's not trained. So just like any untrained human being will behave, that's how your conscience is behaving. What I'm doing now is training your conscience in righteousness. So your conscience will will be at home with righteous talk. So your conscience will not be comfortable with sin talk. It's a training. So pastor, are you saying, oh pastor, that if I sin now, I should just bold face and say, I am righteous. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You're not bold in face. You are acknowledging what Christ did. Which is bigger than your sin? Are we teaching here? So, so pastor, are you saying we should never confess sin? To who? God does not reckon with sin. So who are you confessing it to? No, it's a question. Who are you confessing to now? God does not reckon. God has no record. He doesn't have a place to be writing people's sins. He doesn't have such record. I know some of you, the church where you came from, they told you that every time you sing, God's video camera is filming you. As you're seeing, it, it's filming you and the record is kept. And when you die and finally arrive at heaven, they will play it on big television and they will show everything you're doing. Anybody who told you that thing is very wicked. He has wickeded you. <laughs> is there English like that? He has wickeded you. <laughs> Your sins and iniquities... Does not reckon with sin so somebody said, when I sin what do I do reckon with what Christ has done what Christ did who did he do it for you what you did what you did who did you do it against yourself so you sinned against yourself and Christ died To take care of that sin. So when you do wrong, you and Christ, who is bigger? Christ. Who should you take side with? Christ. How do you take side with Christ? By ignoring what you have done and acknowledging what Christ has done. So when you do wrong, when you do wrong, what do you do? I am dead to sin and alive to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I say, ah, How can a man of God say he cannot confess your sin? This man of God, I don't understand him at all. How can you understand me? How can you understand me? Except it be given to you from above. <laughs> Somebody shout, I am righteous. I am accepted. Say, I reckon with what Jesus has done on my behalf. Say, the work of Christ is credited my account when i need it i withdraw i thought somebody would shout hallelujah now i'm rounding up but listen to this now righteous consciousness or task abba father righteous consciousness means i reckon or i speak of what god is mindful of i reckon or I speak of what God is mindful of. What is God mindful of? God is mindful of the sacrifice of Jesus. That's what God is mindful of. God is not mindful of the bad, bad things you did. They are of no value. But he's mindful of the sacrifice of his son. Because that is what is of value. So what happens? When you've done wrong, you take side with the sacrifice of his son. And acknowledge what his son has done. And that's righteous consciousness. And when you awake to righteousness, you sin not. When you awake to righteousness, you sin not. And if you keep awakening to sin, you keep sinning. But if you awake to righteousness, you sin not. Teaching good? No. You identify with the sacrifice of Jesus. So that's what I reckon with. I reckon with the gift of eternal life. No songs of sin consciousness. Even Abraham will not sing it. If Abraham comes to this service, even with his Old Testament mentality, and you start singing sin conscious songs, he won't sing with you. Abraham in Genesis knew better than many Christians of today. He knew better. He knew better. The man was bold. Look at Abraham. In spite of all his weaknesses, God is going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Abraham said, Come, 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 come. Far be it from you that the judge of the whole earth will destroy the righteous with the sinner. Come, come close. God, come close. If you get there and you find 50 righteous, will you destroy? God said, No. 45. No. 40. No. 35. No. 30. No. See, Abraham. Bargaining without any sacrifice 25 no, 20 no, 15 no, 10 no, then he stopped I wish I had gone 2 God would have said no if you had even said 1 God would have said no, if you had said nobody God would have said no, because that prayer of Abraham will have stood in the gap for Sodom but Abraham gave up at 10 Don't forget the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. So that's why in prayer you don't stop. You pray until all that God has prepared comes into manifestation. Somebody shout, I hear you. When God saw Abraham's heart, God said, I know where your heart is. Your heart is Lord. Don't worry. Whether there's a righteous man or not, since your heart is bordered for Lord, I will save Lord. That is before the death of Christ. Is it now after Christ has died that you say you are praying and you you don't know whether God has answered or not. Sometimes when you pray, God says yes. Other times, God says no. And some other times, God says, you shut up, man. You don't know God. All the promises of God are in him. Yes and amen. To the glory of God by us. I thought somebody would shout hallelujah. I reckon with the gifts of righteousness. I do not consider sin. He was delivered up for my offenses. And he was raised again for my justification. Hallelujah. In righteousness, we act on the word. What's God's word to you? Your sins and iniquities, he will remember them no more. Reckon with that. It's not a denial of wrong deeds. But an affirmation of the effective work of Christ. I'm not denying that I did something wrong. If I need to apologize, I will apologize. But after I apologize to you, I will take sides with what Christ has done. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Where are the righteous people in the house? Lift your right hand and to me. I am the righteousness of God in Christ stand on your feet and let me hear a living amen turn to somebody and say hey righteous man glory to god i know some of you didn't find your righteous man standing beside you so i'm waiting for all of them to stand up turn to your neighbor say hey righteous man your prayer make it power Tremendous power. Available. Pray when you can. Because that is what is preserving this planet. Blessed today. I say blessed today. Say every time I pray. My prayers are answered. Jesus said. Father I thank you. That you hear me. Always. Me too. I have the spirit of the song father i thank you that you hear me always even now you're hearing me thank you father i didn't hear powerful amen lift your right hands to heaven let me pray father thank you for your word we grow in knowledge we grow in grace we grow in revelation we grow in understanding and i decree that the revelation of jesus grows big on our, on our inside until nothing else matters in the name of jesus barriers terminated. Obstacles terminated. Obstructions terminated. In the name of Jesus. Those in need of a miracle receive a miracle. In the name of Jesus. Sick bodies be healed. Be healed. Be healed. In the name of Jesus. Father we rejoice in faith for your word that is growing and growing and growing in this house. And we thank you that your people have built up an army that the devil cannot withstand. And we give you praise for the blessing in jesus precious name and every believer says that amen on a note of final letter glory amen. get a good offering let's honor the word of god with our offerings we give in faith we give out of gratitude and understanding knowing that our offering they are tools of getting the gospel to the ends of the earth i also want to mention those online television the banking details are scrolling. Radio audience, Mr. Michael Bush is joining me in another minute or two. He will read the account details for you before we answer your questions, respond to your phone calls, and respond to all the messages you have sent across. It's been a wonderful two weeks. Has it been a wonderful two weeks? It's been an exciting time of growing and learning, and we are still going to continue. In, on Wednesday, in the midweek service, we are going to examine the details of the death of Christ. The details. We're going to go into the details of that debt. We're going to go in there because there are rudiments of that debt we have to understand so that when we say Jesus died, we have a clear epignosis of what we're saying. So you don't want to miss midweek service for anything. On Wednesday at 6 p.m. GMT plus one. Of course, you'll be in the house centers by 5.30 to join the other brethren. And all our campuses and everybody else will make sure you have it broadcasted everywhere you are. Amen. All right lift up your offerings let me pray over them father we thank you for the privilege to give we give in faith we give with joy and we rejoice that our offerings are a sweet smell before you today thank you for the blessing that we have from your word every day increasing and getting getting blessed and kept and we decree right now that our offerings continue to advance your cause and everyone giving you lack nothing you are supplied for in all things in Jesus' precious name. And every believer says a powerful amen. amen. Now listen to me. Before we take up the offerings, we're not going to sign you off. We're going to stay on because of Acts the Counselor. But I won't be able to announce this during Acts the Counselor. So listen carefully. Our Bible study for two weeks finished today. And those of you who even read very well must have finished the book of Acts in my family we were able to finish the book of acts just reading 10 chapters every day and we didn't even start from day one so that gave us space to play around and yet we have finished the book of acts now from tomorrow we will start from genesis chapter one five chapters every day genesis exodus leviticus numbers deuteronomy joshua and if you are faithful with it with extra three four five days of playing around by the 31st of march you will have finished those books five chapters every day by the 31st of march so after 31st of march i will give you the next reading plan we're going to go together in phases at the end of the day we'll finish the whole bible but there's a way i'm going about it if you observe we started from matthew then now we're coming back to genesis we may come back to the epistles and go back to judges so there's a way I'm going to go about it because there's a way I want you to go through the bible and have an understanding that is very you know clear for you to to be enriched in so everybody from tomorrow genesis chapter 1 5 chapters every day till the 31st of march we will have finished the book of joshua then i'll give you the next reading plan are you excited about that praise god all right so you know Online, don't go away. TV, don't go away. Radio, stay with us. We'll be joining Mr. Michael Bush in another five minutes or thereabout. But we're going to give our offerings and rejoice. And thank you for giving to this ministry. Hit it. Let's do it as we celebrate. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh,
3: oh, oh. Anywhere, anywhere on the globe, are the same. You are the same. Yesterday, today, forever, you are my God and King. You never changed yesterday, today. I'm want to be come up, let's praise him That's a reality, come up, let's praise him That's a reality, my Lord You give me good love You are the best that in my field You say give me good love That I never had before Give me good love That I'm about to me The thing that you do show me that you
4: What I should say is you sit, but you have the option to sit or to stand, provided you can bring out your kingdom investment and your worship offering. Anyhow, it's convenient. If it is convenient for you to sit and bring it out, fine, but quickly. If it is convenient for you to stand wherever it is, bring it out right now, please, because we have to go to the next segment of the service. Kingdom investment and your worship offering. Everybody, as soon as you take it up, you stand. And as soon as you stand, lift it up and thank God for it. Everybody should be standing now. You don't have to sit. Everybody, please stand wherever you are. We are honoring God with our, you know, with our offerings. And we honor him with everything that we are and with everything that we have. So honor God and stand. That is what we do here. We honor God in everything we do here. Father, we thank you. We are grateful for the privilege to give. You have given us everything. And so we are conscious that we are bound in every good thing. So that we are bound in every good work. Today, we appreciate the fact that our offerings are acceptable before you. And we thank you for the blessings. We declare that this week is a week of great manifestation. Your glory in every dimension of our lives. Thank you because we lack nothing. Our hands are blessed. Whatever we touch is blessed. And so we return the glory to you. Even as we continually enjoy your grace. In Jesus' precious name. Let the believers say amen. And please, you will quickly, with joy and with gladness, come forward here. Kingdom investment in the basket and the offerings just right here. Everybody. Hallelujah.
3: Yeah. Lord, you are good and your mercy endures forever.
0: Celebrate as Mr. Michael Bush comes for Ask the Counselor. Glory to
5: God. Glory to God. My microphone, please. Good afternoon from Uyo, Nigeria, and welcome to the finale of uh, this chapter of our program. I begin, as I always do, while we're still standing, please, with account details for especially our radio audience. There are three banks, as usual, FCMB, there is Zenith, and there is UBA. On this all-important edition of the program, I start with Zenith, right at the very top. 10, 12, 36, 59, 12, 10, 12, 36, 59, 12. And that is the account number for Zenith Power City International. Of course, remains the account name. The second bank is the one that is as United as the CAM, UBA 13926465. 13926465. Still the same account name, Power City International, and detail FCMB twenty nine eighty two sixty eight, twenty twenty eight, twenty nine eighty two. 2982 68, 2028, 20, that's announcement number one. Quickly, quickly, announcement number two, calls. You're going to be joining us any moment. As a matter of fact, in the next five minutes, as soon as Global Bar joins me, you would also join us on telephone, thank you. Plus 234, that's the number if you're calling from outside the country. Otherwise, it's 0806-800-9939. Or you send us an email or two. All of that to ask the counselor now at gmail.com or better still an SMS or two, to plus two three four if you're doing it from outside the country. Otherwise it's to 0703-691-8642. Uh, Announcement number two, down just one, and we are good to go. For sponsorship, you need to call up plus two three four if you're doing so from outside the country. Otherwise it's oh eight oh three two seven five six one oh four. Or you send an email or two to doctor Ebel Damina at Yahoo com. Doctor there, of course, is dr. That's about the size of our announcements. That's always the traditional opener of our program. My name is Michael Bush. I'm joined by producer, pastor I.J. Queira, and the production team. Please put your hands together for us. Of course, the the resident pastor is also in, and I'm excited to see him, pastor Prezo Okon and his dear wife, Uyime. And now, the set man, the man of the moment. The man without whom all of the Bible education we received globally may not have been possible. Help me welcome this international televangelist, this radio man, and, of course, prolific author. Help me to welcome Global Barber, Every Dr. Evel So good to see you today. Fantastic, Global Baba. How has been your day? Just fantastic, just Praise fantastic. God. I, uh, well, I don't know. I just take um 30 seconds with you to do the traditional open, opening prayer. As soon as we're done with that, I have two questions of my own to set the stage. Then we get back to Enugu where we spent last night and zoom off.
0: Let's pray together, Father. We thank you for grace, mercy, and Jesus. Thank you that today, even as we pray for our nation, we pray for our state, Aquaibo. We pray for the governor. We pray for his cabinet. We pray for everyone that serves, State public servants, civil servants, that they continue to enjoy your grace, your protection, and your help, even as they continue to provide for us an enabling society for the preaching of the gospel. We pray for Nigeria. We pray for the rest of the nations of the world, that Lord, continually, as we stand in prayer, that all our leaders will come to the knowledge of Christ. And we decree and declare that the enemy will not overrun our cities and our nations we stop him in the name of jesus and we decree that this week the kingdom of god continues to make progress our souls are saved disciples are raised and the glory of god is made manifest in jesus precious name amen. and everyone says a powerful amen
5: amen Remember, thank you we continue to thank you please be seated thank you thank you put your hands together for yourselves very great audience. Always, I look forward to coming here and to sharing moments with you. Okay, Global Papa, my number one opening question today would be, you know, as a result of all that I've heard from you. Okay. And I'm beginning to wonder, when you, when, you, when, when you comb the Bible for knowledge, Yes. as a pastor, uh, will you say that you receive help from the Holy Spirit? Yes. Does the Holy Holy Spirit guide you? Does it tell you some things? Does it tell you what to say? Does it tell you the right things?
0: Well, in Bible study, we stay with the book. But what the Holy Spirit does is to open our understanding. So as we are reading the book, the things that were written in, you know, are made manifest to our minds. But there are rules, there are guides for interpreting the scriptures. If you don't know them, you can never, even with the Holy Spirit, you can never be able to interpret So basically, there's a knowledge that is foundational. Then, based on that knowledge, the Holy Spirit now begins to give you directions on how to communicate effectively.
5: I I don't know, Global Baba. I think that spoils the case for me. If I had known, I would have asked all my questions at one fell swoop because that, you know, totally preempts my question. If I ask now, it will seem as if I don't know enough. But let me uh, let me still ask for my viewer and for my listener. Okay. Why then do other why is there controversy among pastors? Um, The other day you said something that was profound about school of thought that there's a school of thought, oh, this is what they want to put out, this is what they want to put out. Why is there no unanimity among pastors?
0: Number one, many are not trained, they just got zealous in church, and people told them they have a call of God. So they brushed their bags, carried their Bibles, and began to read their thoughts. And there's a, a huge class. In fact, my friend, Pastor Paul Adefarasing was telling me that he believes 95% of African pastors are not trained. That that's his own estimation, 95%. So if you take 95% of untrained pastors, you can imagine the impact that will be. So many are not trained. Some others went to Bible schools, but also the Bible schools that they went to are not sound. Now that, that's a bit funny, but they are not sound because... When theology is not built on Christology, all kinds of things will come out of it. The basic way to interpret the Bible is to look for Christ. Because the Bible is Christ's book. And once it is not that, there will be problems. So that's why there's a lot of people are reading their thoughts. People are creating their own theology out of the Bible. And you know, the Bible can be used to say anything. For example, most world religions are from the Bible. And the reason is because once you are not looking for Christ in the Bible, you will get occultism. You will get other things out of the same Bible. You know, so it's Christ that makes a difference in Bible teaching.
5: Okay, he said 95%, so that should also perhaps include um, pastors of some mega churches, pastors who have done this, man and boy like you.
0: You know, crowd doesn't define soundness in theology. Crowd doesn't.
5: What about the number of years?
0: Number of years, somebody can be in ministry for 70 years and doesn't know John 3.16. yes so it's not crowd it's not number of years it's knowing christ and being able to be taught how to look for christ through the whole bible christ makes the difference
5: in the bible okay please put your hands together for him he does he does so so well okay my last uh, opening question global so that we can get back to enuga and fly off around the world would be about what you said earlier today um, uh, during the um, teaching series. You said something about President Donald Trump, you know, thankfully he's no longer there, but you said shortly before he left um, the White House that he he granted pardon to 140 people. Thereabouts, yes. Yes, um, and you went on to give a beautiful analogy that if those people cannot get back to the prison door and say, I want to come back because, I mean, the President made a mistake by pardoning me, why should you that christ died for that's such a profound analogy where did that come from why didn't we hear that why didn't you tell us that all this while why are you just telling us that today?
0: <laughs> because bible teaching is precept upon precept line upon line as we keep going we keep unfolding like that so that's why
5: so do some things also unfold to you
0: well, yes. Sometimes oh. new things open up to me.
5: Okay, that means there's hope for all of
0: Ob, us. Uh, for all of
5: us. <laughs> okay, Global Baba to Enugu, as we set out. This one comes from Mwese. It says, um, I, ram, I write from Enugu, Global Baba, I'd like to thank you so much, and you too, Mr. Bush. Please, sir, explain to me, First 1 Corinthians 12.30, to all speak in tongues. Sir, what does it mean? And my second question is Joel 2.28. Your old men shall dream dreams. Sir, what is dream dreams? Vis-a-vis Hebrews one. Thank you so much sir
0: Well dream dreams there is the same thing as see visions It's just language Dream dreams, see visions is the same thing And he was talking about the outpouring of the spirit And the gifts of the spirit in operation When the outpouring takes place It was a prophecy of Joel That was fulfilled in Acts chapter 2 On the day of Pentecost That's what that means Now when he says do all speak in tongues He wasn't saying some people do not speak in tongues He was talking about order in a service when a service is going on and it is time to prophesy or to speak in tongues and interpret, all are not supposed to be speaking except the person that has the tongue and the interpretation. So that's what he meant by do all speak in tongues. It was order of service, not that every Christian shouldn't speak in
5: tongues. Okay, fantastic. Still in the southeastern part of the country, we go to Abba, Abia State. This one is the longest one. I'll try and see how we take it. Hello, Global Baba. And my dear Mr. Michael Bush, my name is Michael. I write from Abba, I'm so happy for this opportunity to ask some questions. Now I see I understand why the Queen of Sheba commented about the servants of King Solomon, who always heard his wise sayings. Indeed, Akwaibom is blessed to have you. I just hope they recognize and appreciate the value of what they have. Now, to you, my amiable, Mr. Bush, please, sir, keep on the good work that you do. And please, sir, ensure that you, I get answers to all these questions. Thank you. Okay? I do that. There are a battery of them, uh, nine in all. I'm trying to see how baba goes through this. So, one, why did Jesus agree with the devil that possessed those men to cast them into the head? or to cast him into the head of swine, knowing full well that that was somebody's business, global Baba. <laughs> somebody's livelihood, somebody's source of income.
0: Well, remember, it was only done once. And then remember, when Jesus walked in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, everything he did was to teach something. So he was teaching in that analogy, allowing those demons, granting them their request, was Jesus teaching that, if demons could ask and their request is granted how much more you meaning there is nothing you ask the father that the father will not give.
5: okay okay so we we can start taking phone calls um told uh considering that it's the finale this time round i take my first caller hello
2: good afternoon In the chapter, dear God, Bible accompanied no Bible by Reverend And a continent our life to do.
1: Bless you.
2: I want to report that for the life of the people, the producer, the team, and the family of everyone, we are really blessed. And the rest of Of
5: course.
2: We know. I want to compliment my papa, one of the two papa have heard. This revolution, Adela, I'm doing a living for almost 28 years. But I want to tell you, i began to do a lot of revolution for papa's teachers. Having been do in do a living for 28 years. That is my third time, Adela. I see you take an emerging teacher like papa. I was in the television class yesterday night, is a new things again from the people in the Today again, another dimension of revolution. So it's a ministry. I am just glad. This is a great testimony in my life and my family. See new things. Everybody can be I'm not doctor. to case. So that's how we can God for the life. Thank you. Twenty-eight years in ministry, I begin to know new things, so I can't imagine. But my will not happen. Matthew chapter five, verse twenty. do we dig into these two dimensions of God, my dear Matthew chapter five and twenty. Thank you.
5: God bless you.
0: All right, Matthew chapter five, verse twenty. Thank you, Pastor Samajala. Matthew five twenty. Put it Can we have that on the screen? I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the Pharisees and scribes, you shall in no wise or in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. So what Jesus was teaching here had to do with the law of Moses. And Jesus was telling them, well, for you to actually enter the kingdom of heaven, the standard of your righteousness must go beyond the standard of the law. And nobody can get that standard. So what he was doing is he was trying to get them defeated in the law so they can look up to him for righteousness. That's actually
5: Okay, thank you. Let's just head back to Abba Abia State. And uh, namesake Michael is still on. The second question the three wise men never mentioned the word Christ to King Herod, Global Baba. They only said, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? Which would have meant many things, ranging from angry political opponents to a revolt. How then did King Herod specifically know that they were referring to the Christ, not just any angry group of persons trying to overthrow him?
0: Because all of them were expecting that birth from from the Torah they had read. They knew that there was a king of the Jews to be born from the Torah. So when they said it by reason of the expectation, it was easy for the king to know who they were talking about.
5: Okay, so quickly, from still from Michael in Abba Abia State. Sir, you said that desire on its own is not a sin. But what does Jesus mean in Matthew 5, verses 27 to 28?
0: Matthew 5, 27 to 28. 28. Put it up for us. Matthew 5, 27 to 28. You have heard that it was said by them of old time, thou shalt not commit adultery. Yes? But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her committed adultery with her already in his heart. Alright, so Jesus was talking about the law of Moses and lifting up the bar to bring them to a place where they are defeated so they can look up to him. That's exactly what was happening here. That's why he lifted the bar from them. And that is why at the end of the teaching, they said to him, who then can be saved? That means none of them can qualify. And that's exactly what the intent of that parable
5: was. After Jesus healed people, he told them, see that no man knows it. What was he trying to conceal or prevent?
0: He didn't want anybody to know he was the one because or else they would kill him before his time. So he, he had to keep himself until the appointed time of his death. So that's why when he wounded miracles that were not normal, he told them to keep quiet and not talk about it. And where they spoke about it, he ran away and left the town because he didn't want them to mop him before the time, time. because there was a timing
5: for everything. A second caller... Hello. 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 Yeah. Hello. Yeah, many thanks for coming. You have just one minute. Your name, where you calling from?
6: Okay. Good morning, sir. My name is Chaioli And I am calling from Hamilton, Vietnam. Okay. Bless you. Sir, I I have to... I am not actually with questions, but just definitely expect that. First of all, i am still looking forward for a bigger name to call you? Mm-hmm. If there is, apart from Papa, I will call you good monster Papa. Thank for you. For being there for us, for being Papa. Thank you. Uh, I enjoy the fellowship with you, with your family. It's a great time. Thank you. My, my name, first question is this, uh, um, I was, um, it was a question for me that I couldn't go along with the study of uh, Matthew, John, and all that. But right now that we said we are from Genesis, it's just about a few days ago that I just covered from Genesis we have to Can I still go back to join you, or do I go back to this Matthew, John, this area, so that I can meet up? Okay I
0: think you should go back that to is the
6: post, that is the question, sir.
0: Okay go to Matthew Matthew Mark yes. Luke and John then you can meet up with us
5: Okay Okay so we will continue oh, with we? Michael in Abia state we hope that he's able to get back to yeah. us Okay uh, Global about question number 5 from Michael in Abia state in 1st John chapter 2 verse 27 what is the meaning of the phrase and you need not that any man teach you
0: okay i was talking about first john I was talking about the anointing in you the anointing in you means that you have the witness of the spirit and when you are being taught by those that god has appointed over you as pastors and teachers when they are teaching you there will be a witness of the holy spirit to the truth that is being taught that's what he meant
5: okay so we take question number six in our. 241. What type of baptism was that? Acts
0: 241. Put it off. Can we 40. just quickly
5: have that? Acts 241.
0: Acts chapter 2, verse 41. They that gladly receive his word were baptized, and the same day were added on the tree. It was water baptism at that time? They were still baptizing people with water. Remember, the book of Acts is a book of transition. How They move from Old Testament to New Testament, and so up to Acts chapter 8, they were still baptizing people with water. But the moment Brother Paul came into the church and began to teach sound doctrine, water baptism disappeared. So that was water there.
5: Fantastic, global power. That answers is um, 6b question it says, At what point did the apostles realize that the area of water baptism had gone? That answers it. It was
1: when Brother Paul, Paul came into the
5: church. Okay, seven was there any significance to this? Why did the Holy Ghost take time before coming upon the believers in arts? 8 14 to 16 but while peter yet spoke in chapter 10 44 to 46 he came upon the listeners no hands were laid
0: well again remember acts chapter 10 was the first time the holy ghost came on the gentiles so when they the, the first time the holy ghost came on the gentiles it had similarities with the day of pentecost when it came on the jews just to show that there's no difference all came without laying of hands but thereafter we lay hands on people brother paul laid hands in acts chapter 19. So we lay hands on people. And there are also people today we talk to. While we're here talking, the Holy Ghost falls on them. So either of them is still the
5: same. Question number eight. Did John literally see the Holy Ghost in the form or shape of a person descending and remaining upon Jesus? Please throw more light.
0: Yes, John saw the visible, literal descending of the Spirit. I I did a teaching on it within the week with all the Greek and, and, and all the exegesis. If you get the material of this last week of teaching, you will get that full teaching there.
5: And finally... Thankfully, how did Jesus choose the apostles? Why would he choose Judas' Iscariot, Someone that does not believe in him. Please sir, what was he thinking when he chose Judas? And please sir, pray for me. I need business breakthrough, financial helpers, and business opportunities. Thank you so much. Michael,
0: he didn't choose Judas for Judas to deny him. He chose Judas, giving Judas an opportunity to also believe. But Judas decided not to believe, and he can't force him and he can't kick him out. He will allow him and trust that he will change and until death he didn't change so it wasn't just like today he doesn't force anybody he gives all of us equal chance to be called to the gospel but the
5: choice ultimately is left to you our last caller is on the line hello yes your hello. name yes your name and where you calling from go ahead yeah, good afternoon global
6: baba and mr Boris. afternoon yeah, i call from you. I want to remain anonymous, please. Okay. Yeah, I have a problem, or rather a challenge. I've not been to church since this year. I am a believer, a Christian, a very strong one at that. I've not been to church since this year because of some certain things. My pastor is not close to his members. And I don't know what to do. You want to assess him. You can't assess him easily. Like, he's, like a spiritual father. I am very confused. I don't know what to do. Please, Thank you.
0: I also don't know what you should
1: do. because
0: <laughs> I can't tell you stay away from your church. And I can't tell you to force your way into your pastor. But if he's a pastor. Any pastor that is not accessible. Is not a pastor. He's a boss. A real pastor should be accessible. Sheep assess shepherds. Shepherds must be available for sheep to be able to access them. So my advice is simple: if I were you and I'm not saying you should do it, I would change the church quickly and get a church where I can get somebody who is watching over my soul and I can assess him when I have a situation to access my pastor.
5: Okay. We're done with calls and uh, because this is a very special edition of the program, producer will just take a couple of uh, live questions. If we can better have another longish entry from the eastern part of nigeria it says hello global baba and the intercontinental mr bush my name is michael I write from the eastern part of nigeria i want to use this opportunity to thank god for giving us a man like global baba in a generation the only preacher of the gospel that knows the gospel of christ as it should be the only preacher of the gospel that is focused on building believers not building of churches God bless you, Daddy. May God fill you with more knowledge of the gospel. And bless Mama for being a good wife by giving you peace of mind to learn another to help us unlearn, learn, and relearn. God bless you, Mr. Bush, as well. Words cannot be enough to express how pleased I am to meet you since I first got an encounter with you back then in 2008. That should be about Global Baba. That was the first time I fell in love with you, but now you have so much revelational knowledge. I even fall the more. Global Baba. I'm hearing. Yes, thank, thank you, and may God bless you, Daddy. I need a piece of advice. My father died in 2012. Before his death, he cursed. Uh, I'm just wondering what this says now. Uh, before his death, the cause of his death was similar to what caused the death of his older brother eight years before 2012 although nothing was wrong with him not up until my siblings and I including my mother decided to leave the white government church and change to Anglican that was when my father became angry and stopped eating my mother's food and joined his brother that was poisoning his mind to throw my mother away to cut a long story short before his death in fact a day before his death he said we should call a pastor for him when we did that the pastor led him to christ now last year i heard that this first son died and just exactly another eight years before they laid him to rest, the remaining brothers uh, i heard went to inquire of the reason this happened in a native way and they found out that their father that's my grandfather because of the quest for his son went to a shrine and asked and promised that if given his sons will worship or over sacrifice to it, and it happened that after his death, none of his sons did this and follow such step. My mother called me a few days ago to tell me this, and also said that they want to come to a compound and get sand. Uh, that the prayer person, um, that they should go and get sand from where my grandfather once did, because they play my the place my father built a house was where my fa- grandfather once built a small mud house. He stayed there and farmed, but that was not his main building. I've told my mother that we have been regenerated and that the compound has been sanctified, that my, our genes, lineage, and uh, inheritance is in Christ. That the detention now is the son, although nobody from my family followed uh, with them to inquire. Be, be if, because when they called and said native way, my mother said no, that she's um, not a child of uh, darkness rather light. In this case, what should we do? I think that's just it. Please help.
0: Ignore it. That's all. Ignore it. Don't send any sand anywhere. Just ignore them. When you ignore them enough, they will not bother you again.
5: Global Baba. Yes. So, all of that trouble that we read and read and read and read, and read is just 30 seconds. Oh, Global Baba. <laughs> okay. I'm told that we have uh, a, a couple of, I uh, mean, four. Okay, just make it very short. Five. Wow. Just make it very, very short. We don't have time. Yes, please, sir. Very short. Your name. Thank you. My name is Anthony. Yes, sir, go ahead. Good morning, please. I came in from my to worship with you. Wow, that's Fantastic.
1: good.
0: Bless you, Anthony.
1: Thank you. Welcome.
5: Yes. Uh, Papa, I, sometimes I get confused about this particular issue the rapture. It started with the Lord, Jesus first talked about it in I think Matthew chapter 24, when he says that this gospel of the kingdom Some will preach and all and over the world and then two. the end will come. Yeah. And then Paul also took time to talk about rapture in First Thessalonians chapter 4, I think verse 17. And Peter also talked about it, but somewhere along the line, Paul also in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 21, when he ended that place, he said, world without end, Amen. I'm seems confused. Will this world ever end? Okay,
0: yes, it will end. Um, When Jesus said this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached and then the end shall come, it's not talking about end times. He's talking about the end of the prophecies of the Old Testament. That the preaching of the kingdom will bring the end or the fulfillment of the prophecies of the Old Testament. It's not talking about the end of times. Now, when Paul said world without end, he was talking about our experience with Christ, eternal life, life without end. This physical world will end because corruption will put on incorruption. At the resurrection of the church, this world will be folded away because this world is corrupt with sin, and this is not the world that we're going to live in.
5: Okay, thank you. I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid I'm not even able to take even two i'm not even able to take what you're going to do just write your questions write your questions i'll carry it subsequently when the program returns i just need to go i need to prepare the grounds for us to leave global Baba, we're rounding off this um, series and we need to go and cool off in dubai
0: that would be nice
5: yes global Baba. so i
0: hear that flights are not going to dubai
5: now oh sure but we can always connect it's ethiopia maybe Turkey, dubai yeah absolutely ethiopia dubai absolutely okay so dear global Baba, sir it's with great honor and unspeakable joy that I write to you, my coach, my mentor, my teacher, just to name a few. All thanks to our Father Almighty for you, Daddy, Sir. I'm Grace, I write from the UAE. My question, what did Brother Paul really mean in Philippians 311? Secondly, I really desire to be trained and brought up by you. I've been asking myself quite some time now how I, can really, I could really get close to you, even if it would take me to come over to Nigeria, to your place, to be trained totally. By you, because I really want to follow your footsteps. Just say something, Daddy.
0: All right, sure. We can train you. Uh, plan to come to Nigeria every July. We have 30 days of glory, 30 days Bible school, everything here physically. You can plan to come this year. A lot of people are planning to come this year, especially since they were cheated of it last year because of coronavirus. We trust God by July. All that will be behind us. Now, his question was Philippians.
5: Yes. Chapter 3. Philippians uh, three eleven
0: if by any means i might attain unto the resurrection of the dead next verse not as though i had already attained either were already perfect but i follow after if that i may apprehend that for which i also am apprehended of christ jesus paul was just talking about his desire to you know desire to know christ and desire to eventually be glorified that is this body taken off so it can be in the full state where Christ is right now. That was his desire and prayer. If you start from verse 10, he started with the I may know him and the power of his resurrection. So it was his desire, his hunger to put off this and be in the full regalia, the glory of Christ.
5: Okay, so the series is about to be rounded off. Remember, our broadcast will continue everywhere on every platform, whether on air and online. Right now, Global Baba will just allow you to do one thing, prayers. We've written we have many prayer requests. We just do that before we all right. Let's
0: off. pray for all those in needs. Father, we pray for people in needs, people that are sick. We ask for their healing right now, in the name of Jesus. Amen. People in need materially, financially, we ask for a miracle. We Amen. ask for favor. We ask for opportunities Amen. in the name of Jesus. Those that are going through a period of trial, sorrow, pain, pressure. In the name of Jesus, we declare an intervention of God, and we rebuke the wind and the waves in their lives, and we speak peace in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, for the blessing upon your people, and we rejoice for answered prayer in Jesus' name.
5: Amen. Amen. Thank you for your fantastic work. Uh, pastor, that's a resident pastor, Pastor Prezo Kuhn and his dear wife, Winnie also Pastor I.J. Quera, producer and the production team. On your behalf, this is Michael Bush, the anchor. Dropping it here and asking global Ba to take us home. The intercontinental, Mr. Bush,
0: it's been another wonderful time. Fantastic. Hasn't he been a great, 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 great blessing to us?
5: Amen. Let's celebrate him. Amen.
0: Thank you, man.
3: Amen.
5: Thank
0: you. And everybody else, we wanted to know we love you. We're glad for you. You've given us the opportunity to always bring the word of God to you. Even though as the counselor takes a break, we're coming back very shortly, but there's a lot of going to be a lot of rebroadcasts all over television, radio and social media every day. Like tomorrow, we'll begin TED training evangelism and discipleship broadcast at six o'clock on Facebook and YouTube. You don't want to miss it for anything from tomorrow evening. And everybody else you know we love you we're glad to have Dr. Gabriel and his wife still with us we love both of you uh pastor 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 praise we love you and we're glad you're here with us remember to follow us today at 3 to 5 on uh, XLF, you know you, you, know FM, you know FM 1 to 3 XLFM this evening 9 to 10 inspiration 10 to 10 to 12 heritage heritage FM tomorrow morning 5:45 XLFM, XLFM. 11 to 1, Radio acquire Bomb 1 to 3, XL 3 to 5, you your, FM. You your FM 6 this to 8, 8 Comfort, Comfort FM. FM, and it keeps going through the week like that. We love you guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. We look forward to being a blessing to you as the days go by. And until then, be blessed. Bye-bye
5: from Uyo, Nigeria.
0: Amen. Praise
5: God. Let's go ahead and celebrate.